0: Hello, and welcome to Pokedex Pathfinders, where we explore the Pokedex at a leisurely pace. I'm Ben. And I'm Andy. On today's episode, we talk about numbers 96 and 97, the Drowsy family.
1: And we rank our top five Pokemon of Gen 9
0: on this week's hypothetical. Let's get to it. So we have to start off this episode with a non-Pokemon related announcement. Um, specifically for you, listener, just you. This is only for you. It's only in your version of this episode. I will no turn out my.
1: Is. I'll turn off my headphones for now.
0: We are going to have a little bit of a show hiatus uh, of undetermined length. <laughs> um, I am having a baby. Actually, by the time you listen to this, I had a baby. <laughs> I, you will have had a baby.
1: Well, congratulations
0: <laughs> yeah. in advance. Oh, and, thank you. Uh, let that, me know which that, starter congratulations they for what you weren't supposed to hear anything. No, I mean I what, <laughs> but yeah, I will uh, be a new father and uh, need a little bit of time to uh, adjust to that, and time that I will not be recording and editing, and uh, I would say doing tic tacs, but I don't do those now. So
1: <laughs> he's going to be doing dad stuff.
0: Uh, so help me God, I'm not terrified at all. Speaking of terrified, <laughs> number ninety six. Drowsy, the hypnosis Pokemon. It is psychic type. I'm gonna start off with a question because okay. I don't think I need to preface that anymore. It's just to be expected. Do you consider this a real world animal poke? Yes and no. Okay, elaborate for me.
1: Yes, because this is certainly a Pokemonified taper, but it does stop
0: there. Okay, I also stop there because did you say taper? Yes, it is a taper. Tapier.
1: Oh well, whatever. It's one of that's one of those words that you don't hear too often out loud. Probably saw one at the zoo. <laughs>
0: oh my god, <laughs> am I pronouncing tapir like the idiot that I pronounce most well, Pokemon stuff? Have
1: you ever heard somebody say that word in real
0: life? My wife does love the zoo. All right, we'll ask but her. But no, for I reference. have not. No, I, I, <laughs> I really have never heard someone say tapir. I believe it's actually pronounced tapir. T- t-
1: Either way, uh, certainly a real animal. A little bit. But I don't know how far you wanted me to go with this question.
0: We, we <laughs> Oh, this is Pokedex <laughs> Pathfinders. You go as stupid as you want. I think we actually kind of incidentally made the point that I was trying to make in that Tapir slash Tapper slash Tapir slash are so foreign to us that this doesn't really feel like a real world animal kind of poke. This is- and it looks don't know, like it's a an prehistoric animal. It does. Just the real, I mean, just the real animal. It's kind of cool having like something that is. I mean, a drowsy looks almost. It's just a bipedal tapir.
1: The, the animal itself is already alien looking,
0: and it kind of works. And it kind of flies under the radar a little bit. I, as a kid, I would have never thought that this thing was a real world animal. Poke. No, and this is one of the more I uh, out there. <laughs> I don't even remember. Getting back into the world of Pokemon, though, for it. Red and blue Pokedex. Drowsy puts enemies to sleep, then eats their dreams. We didn't talk about Dream Eater with Haunter, because no, I wanted was, to save it for this fit.
1: Yeah, and I was going to say, Haunter is very much... I remember it having it in the cards, but I don't think it was such a point of reference in, like, the show or the games. I know it could use it, but...
0: It was not a highlight like it is here. I saw it, and I was thinking about talking about it for Haunter, but I was in a, in a weird and extremely rare moment of foresight. I actually was like, let's save it for Drowsy." Yeah, save it. All right, we'll just keep on. <laughs> <laughs> save it. Save it. Well, now we're unsaving it <laughs> at this point. Um, because I want to talk about this idea because it's the main kind of point for Drowsy, and that is the Baku.
1: Yes, exactly. And that was going to be my second half to the story, is that it is partially (laughs) based off of an animal and it's partially based off of a Japanese myth.
0: But the Japanese myth is almost also based off of the animal. So a little bit of backstory, because I was unfamiliar with the... hundred percent. Yeah, I did not know about this before reading about it. Baku are Japanese... Mythology: They're a supernatural being that are said to devour nightmares, and they were created from leftover pieces when the gods created other animals, which got to hand it to them, A tape here kind of looks like that.
1: It definitely looks like that.
0: It does kind of look like bear mixed <laughs> an with an elephant mixed with animal <laughs> between that and uh, uh, a uh, duck. Bill it's platypus. basically
1: like um, it's like chili, but for animals, kind of whatever you had left over. You know, you dump it in the chili and uh, you're good to go.
0: OK, I thought you said chilies, like the restaurant. Yeah, well, same. same for idea. a second. Yes. And I was like, you're, I'm really, yes, really, you're really curious. <laughs> Where is this analogy going <laughs> to no, go? You know, the old ate... story
1: of like the, uh, you know, you go back to elementary school and it's like they're making the chili and it's just basically made out of everything that they had left over from the week.
0: You're saying that you would eat tapir baby back ribs.
1: Delicious. And
0: yes. And anyway. I. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes. So the Baku were a entity that would come around in mythology and they would eat nightmares and bad dreams of children. And it was said that the children could call upon the Baku to eat their bad dreams. But they do it too often. The Baku will also eat their hopes and desires, which dude i accidentally called the baku a long time ago (laughs) sorry about it i guess now there is
1: a lot to dissect here but i do have to just bring up that we get a direct reference to the baku in ash's pokedex which i was not expecting at all he said it says drowsy said to be descendant of the dream eating tapir it was the first pokemon to use a combination attack like hypnosis and dream eater Fire Red
0: Pokédex straight up just says it's a descendant of the legendary animal Baku. <laughs> it is a Baku. <laughs> it, it's not a Baku, yeah, they, it's a descendant it it of it. Baku. Son, eh, eh. son this of is the Baku. first time we've actually what? Son of Baku. I thought you said son of a Baku and yeah. I was like that actually I kind of like that. It is the son that. of a Baku. <laughs> I'm gonna start saying that in front of my new child when they get older, instead of "son of a bitch." You son of a baku. <laughs> I'm not gonna call them a oh, the son to of them. a baku. Not to them. Okay, good.
1: <laughs> no. it, was a, it was a parental test. But if
0: like somebody, if somebody cuts me off in uh, in traffic or something, they might be a son of a baku. They would be, yes. But
1: no, we we really don't get very many, uh, straight up one to one. Uh, references to the real world stuff, at least in these decks. We saw it sometimes with like Pokemon Stadium would do that, but we haven't seen it too much in just the real in-game decks.
0: But I think this is the first instance we've ever had where they reference it being a descendant of a legend. Like yeah, we've like had they that were a legend, but this is like a legendary track. This implies I'm sorry, that the Baku, an evolutionary track. Yeah,
1: the Baku is canon within the Pokemon world.
0: Yeah, and that, like, it became tangible and evolved into just this boring, weird thing you run into in the woods.
1: <laughs> into a run-of-the-mill psychic type.
0: Now, <laughs> I do have some
1: questions about this, because this does kind of lead me down, you know, this, pass, this path with the with the Baku, is that Drowsy kind of seems to be eating dreams in a way that is not—it dentri- doesn't seem detrimental in the way that it will later. So my question is, first— what do dreams taste like,
0: and what would it feel like to have a dream eaten? Please stop copying my notes in class. <laughs> I told you I was this thinking, is my shtick. I was to thinking about stupid ask questions. <laughs> have you ever had a dream? This is <laughs> that's my question. That's what the listeners really want to hear is if we've ever dreamt. There's also the Scarlet Pokedex states that it remembers every dream it eats it rarely eats the dreams of adults because children are much tastier. Which, I saw that too. First it's, of it all, said
1: that in the decks, in the uh, silver decks one as well. First of all,
0: shout out. Uh, that's the first reference we've had to a Gen 9 dex entry. So oh. shout out. Oh man, um, you're ahead of the game. Second, children's dreams are definitely going to be tastier because they like, still have hopes and aspirations and stuff. <laughs> they didn't call I'm upon the say, Baku too much yet. I think that a child's dream is very sweet, and as you get older, they become more savory. Oh, I was going to say very bitter. As you grow, older. I don't think they become bitter. Well, <laughs> yeah, as you become people. older, yes. <laughs> I mean, like, do you think that, uh,
1: like, no, but if you're I super see what you're cynical, saying. That I, I think that dreams when you're younger kind of taste more like cotton candy, maybe kind of fluffy. And as you get older, yeah. maybe like a season, yeah. like a seasoned meat, like a barbecue.
0: When was the last time you had cotton candy? <laughs>
1: when I was a child.
0: I feel like if I were to eat cotton candy right now, I would just implode like a dying star. I think my teeth would fall out. Like just shooting out of my face yeah, at the fair. It would affair. just be nothing but gums. So that's why. <laughs> Which is perfect because <laughs> you could still continue to eat the you cotton You could still candy. eat the cotton candy, so it's fine. I am going to go on a limb here and theorize that a bad dream actually tastes better.
1: Oh, you think it's more complex? It's kind of like an IPA?
0: Well, I don't like IPAs, <laughs> so I'm not going with that one. <laughs>
1: All right. Something else that's very complex tasting.
0: I'm trying to think of the best way to articulate it, but like you can't describe a dream gives you like a sense of release and relief when you like wake up from it. I mean, I'm not talking the bad dreams where like it just lingers with you all day and you're like, everything sucks, but. There is something to be said for when you have a bad dream and you wake up and you're like, oh, oh, my God. All right. Yeah, like When you had real. just a really right, super crazy good. dream, but you can't actually recount anything that happened in the dream. Yeah, exactly. And I feel like it's I feel like if you ate a dream like that, it would be eating a dessert, but it would give you a thirst quench like when you like run for a while and then drink a bunch of water and you're like, yeah, so you're like I'm panty. satisfied. Yeah. I definitely did not spend too much time thinking about this. (laughs) Mainly
1: just thought about dreams for this Pokemon. I it does lead Uh, me to I
0: I will fully admit the day that I wrote my notes for this, I spent like the rest of the day being like what if I ate a dream? (laughs) But what if? I did nothing at work. (laughs) Mainly just thought about (laughs) what dreams taste like. Maybe since Haunter is, you know, kind of spoopy and stuff like that. Do you think that Haunter eats your good dreams and you can't remember them and it's like kind of evil in that way? But a drowsy eats the bad dreams because they always like you said, drowsy always seems like helpful and gentle.
1: Yeah, but drowsy seems to eat dreams no matter what. It seems like he they the drowsy will target certain kinds of dreams, but it seems like they are just eating them. It seems like Haunter kind of does it out of spite. Like, the drowsy is actually feeding off of the dreams, needs them to survive, but the Haunter is doing it simply because it can.
0: Do you think the Haunter is actually, they didn't put it in the Pokedex as much, actually I don't think they really put it in any of the Dex entries. That was two episodes ago, I can't remember anything. (laughs) Which Pokemon? Um, (laughs) Had my dream eaten earlier. Do you think that... Do you think that Haunter isn't eating, like, your sleep dreams, but, like, your hopes and dreams?
1: Yeah, it's eating those—it's more, like, abstract. It's not, like, when you go to bed. It's, like, your long-term dreams, your aspirations. Yeah, like,
0: if you dream, like, one day I'm going to buy a Ferrari, and then, like, Haunter visits you, and you're like— What the fuck is a Ferrari? Yeah,
1: Hunter's like, that's hilarious.
0: Delicious. (laughs) (laughs) No, but they they do try to
1: spin, these Dexes spin drowsy as kind of eating dreams in like a whimsical way. It seems almost fun, the way it's eating the dreams. Like, it's not doing it to hurt you, and if it eats
0: a good one, it's like, I'll show it to you if you want to see it. I got like uh, a Dirty Jobs kind of vibe, like it's a dirty job, but someone's got to do it. Oh, okay. Like,
1: like cleanup crew.
0: Yeah, it's almost like you don't really want to acknowledge the drowsy. You don't want to think about it, but like, it's it's doing well, a thing. No, I, thought, it just, I thought of it, it more of like, uh, like a merry prankster. Like He's like, gotcha. I don't think he has that kind of sprightly jovality <laughs> to him. Well,
1: I certainly don't think when he evolves it has that. I will say that.
0: I look forward to spending the rest of my day thinking about the attitude of a drowsy and the dreams which which it eats. Yeah.
1: Now, this is uh, just one last thing to... Uh, In this bio talk, the Japanese name is just Sleepy,
0: (laughs) but not not with a Y, with an E. (laughs) I mean, I want to make fun, but like, dude, that's literally the same thing it is in English.
1: Oh, yeah. No, I just like how it was spelled. It really threw me off. It will make sense when we see how the next one is spelled, but just Sleepy kind of reminded me of like those memes where it says, return to monkey, and it's just (laughs) M-O-N-K-E. Do you think it? Do you
0: think it's pronounced more like a crepe? Yeah, sleep, sleep-ay. sleep, <laughs> Oh, you think it's sleep? All right. Well, let's get into some game data. This is probably the first psychic Pokemon that a lot of people will end up using. I know for yeah. a kid as a long time, I went Hypno line because you couldn't evolve Abra all the way. Yeah, and this also because I far was dumb. I- no, but I
1: mean, as far as, like, ease of access and then the ability to evolve it, this one was definitely easier. It didn't have as much payoff, but it was easier to use overall. And Psychic types are yeah. cool, so even the lamer ones are still cool.
0: I mean, Psychic was definitely overpowered in Gen 1, but I'm pretty sure a Kadabra is more powerful than a Hypno. I think so. I think it's um,
1: it doesn't have as much bulk, but it has way more attack power.
0: I thought this family was a lot cooler... And a lot stronger when I was a kid than it really is.
1: I think it was just our perception of psychic types as kids, because I remember thinking the same thing, or I was like,
0: well, it's psychic type, therefore it's OP. That's a good point. Like, the point, the, the type in and of itself was rare. Yeah, I mean, it was one of the only ones,
1: especially if you completely count out the creeps. Like, there are certain ones that you know you'd never use, so... Then you're down Wait, to Wait, the it. creeps or the crepes? <laughs> Sorry, the, the crepes, yes. <laughs> no, you're all the way in Gen 9 with all these food Pokemon now.
0: Idea for a name. All Creepy. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Ooh, that's a regional form for you.
0: In Gen 1, you can really only
1: find this on Route 11, which is next to I uh, We can't get it at all in Sword and Shield or Arceus, but it has made its return in Scarlet and Violet.
0: It is back, and I got to be honest, uh, I was happy to see a, a Hypno on the Hill. Scarlet and
1: Violet did a good job of Dib's kind of bringing name. back like, weird ones. Wait, what was the band name? Hypno on the
0: Hill. Yeah, it's a good band name. All right, I'll take that. <laughs> no, you can't take it. I just said Dibs. Oh, you're right. I'm
1: a, I'm a man of honor.
0: <laughs> <laughs> wait, oh, wait. Are you joining Hypno on the Hill?
1: Yes. <laughs> Me and Hypno on this hill. But no, I I thought that Scarlet
0: and Violet did a good job. The main of taking... goal of our shows is to put <laughs> everyone to sleep
1: Ooh. and eat their dreams. We this is show this show is actually put on by drowsies. <laughs> I love
0: these folks because they're so <laughs> listener. In case you couldn't tell, I don't want to talk about drowsy and hypno. That like, I mean, they're super interesting, and I loved them as a kid. But like. The 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 story around them is more exciting than the design itself. Like the design itself was very Gen One blob. If we're going just off the design, I have to admit I don't think this family aged very well.
1: No, and there's a reason you haven't seen it for several generations. I don't think anybody really noticed very much. I don't think so either. I was pleasantly surprised to see it, but it's because I forgot about it. Oh <laughs> <laughs> <All laughs> right! Was like, oh right! Right! Yeah, this guy.
0: I I, I kind of always use that as a point of reference. And I know I've mentioned that on the show before of like, all right, if you're out at a bar, which because I'm difficult to be around, I love to do this to people. (laughs) If you're out at a bar and they're like, oh, Pokemon fans or whatever, I don't do this to show off just for the record. Let me start there because I can't do it either. But I often ask people who like Pokemon or whatever, as a fun drinking game, Kanto Pokes, how many can you name? Just off the top of your head. Oh. Just not looking stuff up. I'm, I'm, I'm not, not asking you to do it right now. I an infinite number of Pokemon. I
1: know at least 50-some <laughs> Pokemon. <laughs>
0: you got me beat by about 20. <laughs> um, let's see. You got it. <laughs> there's there's Clawbapus. You got a a (laughs) Dugtrio. Sold. I'm done. All you need is (laughs) Clavapus and Dugtrio. I guarantee that Drowsy and Hypno is a poke that most people, if you asked them to do this, they would forget. Yeah, they're not
1: making the list. I mean, we've seen so many now, you know, almost being at 100 pokes of ones that have been either redesigned or simply completely forgotten in space of, uh, you know, Pokemon that are more modern and more interesting.
0: I really feel like Drowsy and Hypno is just the great value version of the Abra <laughs> no, no. line.
1: Oh, a hundred percent. I mean, it is.
0: That's, that's <laughs> like, why it's
1: not, it's just not as memorable because not only does it kind of vaguely look the same, it has the same color scheme, uh, but it's just I'm not, not even given market good. pantry. It doesn't even get market pantry status.
0: <laughs> I am fully admitting this by the way, as someone who, uh, i was a huge drowsy and hypno fan as a kid i really was i thought that these were like more important and like cool yeah, I wouldn't and say these it was, were the, the psychic was you wanted to list, go for but i thought that it was very cool like very cool, dude i was heartbroken and like <laughs> oh, willing to fight to the death when my brother was like dude hip oh no <laughs> you were gonna sneak him yeah. into galar
1: over the border
0: <laughs> <laughs> i was willing to fight and die for hypno, <laughs> hypno and, now... Precious. and
1: now you're like oh man
0: <laughs> <laughs> real quick and it getting into older gens literally last note i have for uh drowsy before we talk about some cards or share some anime stuff i thought that drowsy made a really cool 3d transition i do have to make uh, a point though to state I don't think it made a good weight loss transition. <laughs> no,
1: Dr- Drowsy <laughs> did well to 3D, but yeah, but it did gain weight <laughs> in order to make the in order to make the
0: transition. There is one generation though in Ruby and Emerald they made them like obviously they were clearly getting into the point of being like more three dimensional ish sprites. Yeah, and everything, they start to move in that and gen. they kind of they kind of slimmed it down and it looks really weird.
1: Yeah, it does look. Yeah, he looks better like more. Circular and honestly, this is one of those where the red and blue just happen to still be the best. Like the look on its face, it's kind of giving you a "oh, oh no!" like with the the look, and it's still <laughs> it's just still the best.
0: Anything you got for uh, so for the anime for there it? is really not much
1: representation in the media overall but so you don't
0: fucking say (laughs) yeah no so uh so i have
1: one anime episode that's going to talk about both and so you will have to brace yourself for this one because it's a very strange explanation for this episode okay and this is the only Uh, really really the only anime episode
0: so you're telling me a pokemon anime episode is weird
1: well you thought that they were weird before i'll say that oh uh, all right (laughs) all right so because This is episode 27, Hypno's Nap Time. I straight up do not remember this episode. It must have been a dream that had been eaten, because this is a fever dream of an episode.
0: I Um, see what you did there. Oh, yeah.
1: In this episode, Officer Jenny tells the crew that several children have gone missing in Hop 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 Town.
0: Okay, foreshadowing to our arrival
1: from Gen 8. Got it. Yes. So, they go to Pokemon Center. Nurse Joy says that the pokes are not getting better and seem permanently tired. So uh, the gang goes to see what is going on, and there are sleep waves coming from the rooftop mansion. At the top of the mansion, there is a drowsy and a hypno surrounded by dapper, well-dressed gentlemen. And okay. these men, <laughs> these men are members of the Pokemon Lovers Club. and <laughs> oh
0: God. <laughs> and no. they
1: use sleep waves to help them fall asleep because uh, they just get stressed out by city living and they really need the sleep waves, uh, and they claim that Hypno is their favorite poke for this reason. The gang makes them stop, obviously, and makes the drowsy heal up all the different pokes. Um, Misty oh, so also... Also so the drowsy
0: just has healing powers now? Yeah,
1: they're like, you really have to stop. Basically, it's emitting waves. These <laughs> waves are ruining everything. Uh, this is also the episode that Misty accidentally catches a Psyduck. So, <laughs> there you go. This
0: is the episode where they basically have to turn down tell the neighbor kids to turn it down
1: yes that is really the only thing that I remember is that <laughs> they catch the Psyduck they do find the kids in a park so uh there you have even it. in, the-
0: in <laughs> Hyp- Hypno and Drowsy's episode the most memorable thing is not Hypno or is that you catch a
1: Psyduck
0: <laughs> <laughs> the dapper gentleman. I did not remember them at all alright well I got two cards to wrap it up for Drowsy number one base set it is just Doing oh, a sweet thriller loved dance. Loved the
1: base set one. Yeah, it's doing the thriller dance. Uh, the background is really cool. It's kind of like swirled. I don't know why. For some reason, I got this card kind of later on, and it made me think that it was rarer than it is, but there is no explanation for that.
0: I'm very sad that I didn't mention there is one actual memorable thing about Drowsy. Yes. The cry in Gen 1. What did it sound like? Bleep, 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 bleep. Yeah, I love that one. that is the only thing about it where like you hear that and you're like okay is that hypno that goes that much
1: we can compare the sounds and see uh see which one it is
0: yeah maybe i can like get a a clip of them and add it you know what they're so forgettable i'm not even gonna do that (laughs) anyway (laughs) the second card i have is aquapolis which is a 10 as always because it's just laying there being chill
1: oh yeah he's just having a good time you can see the uh the city in the background too
0: what do you have for cards? So
1: there are two cards that I wanted to bring up besides base set. Uh, I just wanted to talk about Great Encounters because it kind of has the same vibe, but it's like the drowsy is doing some kind of seance and it does have like these lit candles in the background. So I just thought that looked really
0: cool. Yeah, but why are are the candles giant or is the drowsy tiny?
1: I liked to think of it as like um, those 90s pictures where it's like you see the body and then you see the head in the corner. So this is like you All can right. see the candles up in the corner. <laughs>
0: All right. I'm fully sold.
1: Uh, and then Jim Heroes, the one where it kind of looks like it's given the middle finger with a yo-yo. I just really like that art as well. <laughs>
0: <laughs> where is the yo-yo?
1: Just that weird spiral. I always just thought it looked like a like he's doing.
0: Oh, you yo-yo thought that tricks. was like a a yo-yo coming from the other hand and he's like, yeah,
1: like he's doing like he's spinning it.
0: All right. I kind of like it. Moving on. Number 97, Hypno. You guessed it. It's the hypnosis Pokemon. It's an interesting take. And it it is psychic type. What do you
1: think the pendulum is made of? Pure psychic energy, just like the spoon. <laughs> it is made of willpower.
0: Do you want me to just uh uh go back to the uh Alakazam episode and just like cut that in here? Yes.
1: Yes, exactly. No, I mean I would assume it's metal, but that wouldn't make sense because it's made out of psychic cells. So it's not steel type.
0: Yeah, I don't sense any steel type Because if this was here. made today, the yo-yo you know what would I do be sense? gigantic. Deja vu for when we were talking about the <laughs> Yes, Yeah, exactly. you, no, you are absolutely correct, though. I I fully agree with that. It would be gigantic, and subtlety. it would be like the it would be ninety percent of the design
1: like other metal based uh, Pokemon right now.
0: <laughs> I will end this right now. <laughs>
1: Yes, we are far enough along in Scarlet and Violet that we can start making Scarlet and Violet jokes.
0: I <laughs> I agree, but not at the expense of my Tinkleton.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, Tinkleton is <laughs> even just saying it. Tinkleton is incredible. I'm just saying if they made drow- if they made Hypno Now, they would put more emphasis on the pendulum.
0: Can a Hypno t- still put you to sleep if it doesn't have the pendulum?
1: I don't think so. I don't think Hypno exists without the pendulum. I think it stays a drowsy.
0: <laughs> I also don't think Hypno exists. <laughs>
1: I do have to bring up something that I thought about. This is
0: the birds aren't real thing. It is. Of yes. The Pokemon world. No aren't real.
1: No, this I do have a birds aren't real level uh comment to make about Hypno. Oh. Oh. As you, I was staring at birds Hypno. Aren't real. Yes. As I was staring at Hypno, it made me just think of like if Jolteon was a human instead. Oh, you're kind of right. It has the frilly collar. It has the yellow. The only thing is that it's standing up. That's I mean, that's, that's <laughs> all <Boom>. it's got. <laughs> <laughs> this is that's... if Jolteon
0: decided to be a dude instead of a dog. And hold like a wheel bearing out of a skateboard wheel. Yes. If a Jolteon
1: finds a wheel bearing, it becomes a hypno.
0: See, the problem here is that you're making lore and that would make hypno um oh, interesting too cool
1: no sorry no i made jolteon lore.
0: <laughs> oh did you make jolteon more boring <laughs> oh no never mind <laughs> all right i do have one pokedex entry that i want to talk about that is slightly interesting and that is x and oh. it says it carries a pendulum like device not interesting there once was an incident in which it took away a child it hypnotized oh yeah dudes just straight oh, up yeah. kidnapped i had know. this
1: in there too and this it seems to be some kind of a reference to like medieval goblins and like the boogeyman where it's like they will take you away if you don't behave
0: i would have liked if they doubled down with that like hypno kind of has like a weird like woodsy monkey manish look yeah or it almost has a bit of a sasquatch look to it if i'm honest
1: Yes, and that's what brought me to my next point where when drowsy eats your dreams, it kind of seems a little bit nice. Like you said, kind of a a dirty job situation when hypno does it. I think hypno is being a dick about it. I think that it's very sinister when he's eating those dreams because he is taking away the child to eat the dream or specifically kind of targeting people in strange areas.
0: I don't think that hypno has enough of an aggressive look to it, though. No, I mean, and that's right, the thing.
1: I, this is like um like tenacruel where they just needed to go like a little bit harder one way or another. They could have gone harder on the sinister edge of this Pokemon.
0: Alright, that's fair. I mean a lot of the Pokedex entries are I didn't make note of them because they're basically the same thing as Drowsy.
1: Yeah, similar stuff I did want to say a couple here, because I yeah, it's just kind of reiterating where Yellow Deck says Avoid eye contact if you come across one, it'll try to put you to sleep using its pendulum. So they're basically saying it is like targeting people and it's targeting you while you're awake,
0: like a creep. Like a creep?
1: Yes, exactly. He is such a creep. Okay.
0: Dr- <laughs> Drowsy didn't seem to have as much of a like aggressive putting you to sleep vibe. Hypno feels like they came this close to having something that has a more aggressive feel and, like we said, that, like, kidnappy and doubling down on the sinister aspects of it. And, again, maybe incorporate something about it being, like, a little more wild. I mean, it does look like a monkey.
1: something feral. And, actually, in the Alola region, they actually uh, backed off of this a little bit. They made it a little bit less sinister because Ultra Sun Deck says... In Alola, Komala is Hypno's main target. It rarely harms people. So they went the other way. They went to the poor koala that can't wake up, and they just eat dreams from hmm. that thing.
0: Kamala can't wake up anyway.
1: Exactly. They made it, like,
0: sustainable. <laughs> it's just going around and gently it's, putting... I it's also, helping Komala. <laughs> here's something else that they could have added. Like, another aspect that I'm shocked they didn't go on as, like, a sinister aspect to it drowsy goes after children to like help with dreams and stuff like that i'm shocked hypno doesn't like go after old people to put them to sleep
1: yeah seriously i mean i guess now we're getting into the territory of like it's no longer for kids it's getting a little too edgy but i'm almost getting like a jack the ripper type vibe where there were lots of references to it being in on a bridge or in a dark area they could have seriously gone that route of like this thing lurks in the cities and comes to get you.
0: To be fair, everything about Pokemon is fun, all ages, childish, whatever, except for the Pokedex entries.
1: That's the thing. So maybe we could have just had like a really dark Pokedex entry and then just not addressed it.
0: Last bio note I have for Hypno, I do just want to say this thing is definitely more like the Baku than I feel like Yeah, this um, is more Drowsy was. This is It does Baku. feel it does feel more like that Conglomerate of leftover parts. It's got it's got the, look. the Monkey it has, aspects. It's got the tapier.
1: Yeah, the proboscis nose. It's got pointy ears. Ooh. Gen one ears. It has people feet and hands, and it has yeah. jolteons.
0: Um, it has very people hands. I'm that. uncomfortable. <laughs> I think that's why. I think the people hands is what really gives it the monkey look.
1: Yeah, it's the fact that it's just a little bit humanoid kind of throws the whole thing off
0: anything else you want to talk about for bio before getting into the game data
1: yes to close the loop so the japanese name for drowsy is sleepy
0: japanese name
1: for hypno is sleeper so that's why it started out with an e
0: i kind of like that more
1: sleepy to sleeper
0: all right let's talk about uh some game data for it uh not much because again was ruined by my brother you ass uh being informed (laughs) what are older brothers for but to ruin (laughs) things. now this poke does just unfortunately suffer from uh uh, the same kind of thing that we've talked about for several other pokes of just why why would you there's just better options
1: there it's just to help fill the world out because i mean we're just gonna see this throughout the gens like there's always gonna be a very popular powerful pick and not everything May I interest you can be in that. a slow bro not everything can be <sighs> on that level
0: i think i have to leave my yawn into the final audio just cuz we're talking about <laughs> drowsy it's so sleepy <laughs> <laughs> it's just so sleepy <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah and i mean so you can find this in cerulean cave in red and blue you need to evolve drowsy in yellow i don't know why cuz it's really i don't know i guess it's you need it to fill the decks out but Again, like, it has good defense and decent stats, but not good enough to justify a full playthrough. You'd probably use it for a little while.
0: If you're already in Cerulean Cave, there is literally no point to catching a Psychic Poke.
1: That is true. So in in Gen 1, is Psychic good against Psychic? No, I don't even remember. Yes. So, I mean, you could use one... Briefly, to go fight Sabrina, but would you have already fought Sabrina at this point?
0: Well, by the time you get to Cerulean Cave, you've already fought yeah, Sabrina. Yeah, you've already fought, so it doesn't moot point at this point. Also, one of the big issues with this poke uh in Gen 1 is the same issue that comes up with these a lot, where there wasn't special attack and special defense. It was just special. Oh,
1: yeah. Well, it, it has very good special defense. I don't really know what that would mean then. Does that mean it just has high defense It would have just
0: then? been part of, it would just would have been part of special.
1: Then it has middling special in that case. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, it, it was kind of uh, a, it was a little fine. underwhelming. If you had seen this around
1: uh, Sabrina's area, it would have been great, but you don't.
0: I think if you could have caught a drowsy earlier in the game than you could have, I think it would have been more viable. I mean I know it was relative it was available relatively early uh and it may have been the first psychic poke you had but again slow bro
1: like we saw in the new games if this was introduced in this gen you'd probably see it in the first route if not you'd see it in the second
0: route okay scarlet and violet has become Canonical within Pokédex Pathfinders. We no longer have roots.
1: Yeah, I guess, I guess that's true. There there are paths <laughs> that
0: you can take. There
1: are areas, but...
0: We it, have areas area, now. Yes. In the new games, I really feel like this poke has become more of a... It's become rele, relegated to the background and it's kind of just become a background world-building... It is. It's poke. a, a dex-filling poke. Uh, it's one of those where it's like, well, you're going to
1: have to get it and evolve it if you want to fight. Something like Arceus. Like
0: I said, I literally was like exploring and I saw the old Hypno on the Hill and was like, oh. Oh, yeah. And then I moved exactly. on with my dad. But I mean, now w- in these <laughs> games, I mean, there
1: are so many Pokemon just within the game that 70% of the Pokemon in the game are that. You encounter them, you enjoy them, mm-hmm. you catch them, mm-hmm. but they are not making it to your team.
0: It's just a world builder, yeah. which it, it's
1: fine. It's just it's interesting working, that it's working great for me. I like seeing all these different pokemon out in the world but it
0: finally got its chance to shine
1: its chance in the sun
0: <laughs> well that's all i have for hypno if you're ready to talk about cards or do you have anything else you want yeah, to yeah i mean
1: like i said this really does not have anything in the anime other than what i've already said
0: uh the shiny is cool i'll let you start out for cards with the caveat of i want to say i'm shocked that this poke has no gx no ex no v are we shocked uh, but it's also leading back to that idea of I think as a kid I cared a lot more about Hypno than Pokemon cared about. I was Hypno. gonna say
1: I don't I don't think I'm shocked. I don't find myself shocked. Okay. <laughs> um, but they there is one card that I have to bring up because it is really, really cool. This this thing did get a really cool card. Uh Team Rocket's Dark Hypno.
0: I literally had. I literally have a note I was like, I think Team Rocket card alone Was why I thought Hypno was cooler than it was. Yes,
1: this card is insanely cool. It's swinging the pendulum, doing the you will, you know, you're getting sleepy type thing. It's got a purple and black checkerboard background and various floating eyeballs that kind of have like an Egyptian eye, you know, that psychic eye. It's just a really cool card.
0: I like that one a lot.
1: Okay. I I had to bring up this card, and I need you to, to make this one large so you can see what I'm talking about because this card has the busiest art that I have seen on a card thus far x y x y break x y break point, break point. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what my other one What's going dwell. on this <laughs> card looks like a dark ages like or renaissance yeah. era painting
0: <laughs> half of it is like i i think they were trying to do like a dichotomy or like a diptych of like nightmare versus dream in the artwork yeah and it's
1: very biblical. It's very psychedelic. It's way more than we would have needed on a card. Um, and also the ability sounds like it's making fun of you. It's good night, babies. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I also enjoy that the hypno is like clearly pointing to like the nightmare side. Again, it wants you to go point, that I yeah, think to the evil side. Nightmares taste better.
1: Yeah, but we do get a Clefairy that's kinda nervous.
0: Nervous? It's freaking out. <laughs>
1: yeah, he's you know, it's not having a good which time, which I don't
0: get because he's in he's in the the dream side. Let's I, try I wrote to down warn you for to it. go back. <laughs> I wrote down for it. Cool art, even cooler dance moves.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if I saw this hung up in a museum, I wouldn't even bat an eye.
0: That's the only place that like I would truly appreciate a hypno is in the finest arts. It doesn't <laughs> have that renaissance like, art. <laughs> it does kind of <laughs> have the like. Ye old collar thing that they had in like I'm, Shakespeare I'm times. You. Well, uh, I know we kind of already yeah, well, what, spent plenty of time shitting cards? on the family. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is there anything else you wanted to say to wrap it up for Drowsy and Hypno?
1: Look, this this is an interesting Pokemon, and it does have a cool backstory, but it gets forgotten. The design is not strong enough, and it's too similar to Abra to push it ahead and in a world of a million psychic Pokemon, you're going to be picking the stronger one. Do I have nostalgia for it? Yes. But that's (laughs) why we're here. Yes. But is it,
0: you know, when I saw it in violet, was I like, Oh my God. Uh, No, it's, it's hard to be a gen one poke and be not that memorable or not really get the old uh, nostalgia endorphins flowing And this one manages to do it. (laughs) Well, it's the ones that you
1: don't think about so much have the hardest nostalgia. So at least it's got that going for it.
0: I feel like this is a family, again, of just a family of not quite enough. I do want to end on a positive note, and that is credit where it's due. I think the transition, the evolution from drowsy to hypno is extremely strong. And I think it's... Yes, it definitely does enough. to evolve design wise, it's nice when you see a family where they turned the dial to the right amount of transitioning but still staying within the same design language. And like this looks like a different creature, but I can tell that it's related, even if it even if you made it a different color, I would still be like, okay, yeah, I mean, the color changes
1: it. a little bit, they add a weapon essentially they add a little bit of different head shape and everything so it does the job it evolves
0: credit where it's due and on a positive note I do really enjoy the transition from drowsy to hypno with that said everything else sucks no uh,
1: (laughs) (laughs) with that said boo hypno
0: (laughs) (laughs) that's gonna wrap it up for our discussion of 96 drowsy and 97 hypno
1: and coming up next we've got our hypothetical where we're gonna rank our top 5 pokemon of gen 9 It's time for Hypothetical. Today, we have a top five. We're going to rank our top five Pokemon from Gen 9. So by the time this episode releases, I think most people will have finished the main game of Scarlet and Violet. But as you can tell from listening to this episode, we are in the thick of it. Uh, As we continue to explore this game, we wanted to rank our favorites. But I do want to make note that we are not going to say any legendaries for spoiler purposes.
0: I I have two notes to make before I, I share my choices. As a podcast here, shout out to Wugtrio.
1: Trio. Oh, gotta give it up to Wugtrio. Trio.
0: Yeah, I I just think that as the official, it's a relative of the official yeah, mascot it's a cousin of the show. Of the we need to. Yeah,
1: but I can't wait yeah. for a Wugtrio Trio to come out.
0: <laughs> the hair has to be the entire length so of the boat. <laughs> <laughs> the other note I wanted to make before sharing these is. Uh, it was actually kind of tough to decide. And there's yeah. I, there's a lot of pokes I don't like, but there's a lot of pokes that I like. So no, Now, now uh, that I,
1: we've I, sat with the gen for a while, yeah, I was going through this list and I was like, oh, wow, I, I actually like a lot of these.
0: At at the time of recording this, I have beat the Elite Four, uh, but there's definitely a lot of post-game stuff to get into. But like we decided, no legendaries or anything like that, so kind of kept it within the basic pokes. With that being said, number five. I just want to say I'm currently fighting
1: Larry. So that's where I am in the
0: game. God, Larry is a gem. (laughs) Larry is a national (laughs) treasure. How about we do a hypothetical of top five things I love about Larry?
1: (laughs) How did I not think of that for the last gym leader of just making a regular man?
0: (laughs) I know. I kind of, I'm upset with us for not dreaming small (laughs) enough. (laughs) Regular man. (laughs) Number five five. for me is Kilowattrel.
1: Oh yeah, that's a good pick.
0: I feel like it's a kind of like a Talonflame poke. I feel like it's one where it's out there and it's almost a world building poke but becomes a favorite
1: Yeah, uh, type. I just, just think it's a
0: cool are cool. So yeah, it being a And an I electric think it's port. one of the coolest animal like pokes in the game. Nice. Number good pick. four Annihilate.
1: Oh, a hundred percent Annihilate.
0: Uh spoiler, Annihilate is on my uh list as uh, well, so I will I, not I,
1: say I won't say my reasoning.
0: Keep it brief then. Great typing, cool design, and it made uh, a poke relevant, uh, uh, an existing family relevant, yes. which we love on this show. Number three, Fairy Giraffe. Oh, yeah.
1: That's a great pick, too.
0: Psychic Space Giraffe and Gen 2 representation. Of course, I'm going to like yeah, it.
1: Yeah, we really like that the Gen 2 are getting Evos, and it's just
0: wearing its tail as a hoodie.
1: So who doesn't like that?
0: <laughs> I frequently wear my butt <laughs> as a hoodie as well. Number two, I have Tinkaton aka Tinkleton
1: we love Tinkleton as well (laughs) all
0: right I know I shouldn't like Tinkleton it has so many things that I hate and when I first saw it I was like this thing does not belong in a Pokemon game I put it on the team because it has great typing and just over time it's become like one of my favorites I I I think that's the I can't explain it that's the theme of Tinkleton is that everybody saw it and was like what is this? I don't like it, and then everybody's like, No, you know what? I do like it. It's not OP, but they gave it some good stuff to offset a weird design and
1: It's very good. It th- came th- and it looks like a Kirby villain. It came
0: villain. through clutch for me. It looks like what?
1: A Kirby villain. It looks like a boss that you would no, fight in. It looks in Kirby.
0: like uh it, it it looks like uh, my life as an average robot or whatever it was called. From <laughs> wow. Nickelodeon we the- are. Re- oh, yeah. And that's <laughs> what it reminds me of first and foremost.
1: <laughs> the average teenage girl robot show.
0: Yeah, I don't I, I can't remember the exact name of it, but like the drawing style back. even looks like that. <laughs> and number one, because the theme of this generation for me is liking pokes I shouldn't. I know I'm supposed to hate Pika clones, and I cannot explain it. But number one, oh my for god, me is Palmet.
1: Oh my god, Palmet made it to the <laughs> made it to the finale,
0: <laughs> dude. I cannot explain my <laughs> the love little with guy. Palmet. I have no <laughs> idea. I saw Palmy, and was like. It was love at first sight. Oh, my God. (laughs) Well... I saw that it was so small, and my wife started, like, screaming at the TV, and I was like, I feel the same way. (laughs) Me too.
1: If it makes you feel any better, I'm sure it's going to get a stage two Pokemon card with a really good ability, and we will see it on the bench uh, for years to come.
0: I cannot understand it it's not even like a main team when i went to poke when i went up against the elite four or anything but man it is like spot one of box one that is the going around town flaunting <laughs> poke I, I i can't explain it what do you have for me number five well
1: i really like that our list does not overlap very much because that shows you how many good pokemon there are in this gen i definitely
0: could have picked others too i know i had some i had to knock off here
1: number five i have rabska Rabska is the psychic dung beetle. And this design is really, this is what this is. A poke design is one of the reasons that I still love playing Pokemon is the stats might not be anything. It might not even be a playable Pokemon, but the idea of a dung beetle ascending to another plane of existence and living in a, <laughs> a pool ball is incredibly unique. <laughs> it's like something I have never thought about in my life.
0: It is like Parasect, but for a turd.
1: Yes, and it starts <laughs> out just as a dung beetle called Rellor. a.k.a. he's rolling. It's a roller. <laughs>
0: <laughs> number four, it. what do you have?
1: Number four, I have a crowd favorite, Paldian Wooper, a.k.a. Pooper.
0: So Pooper's great. Yeah,
1: it's so Wooper already has a lot of love. It has a big fan base, and it gets even more love and a cool evolution. The typing is cool. And I just like the crossbones used as the whiskers to kind of show the new typing. I think that it works really well.
0: Okay. Number three.
1: Number three, I have Baxcalibur. I have not used this Pokemon yet, but it is incredible looking. It's pseudo-legendary. It's very powerful. It just fully meets the criteria of a pseudo-legendary for me.
0: I only kicked that thing off my list because I was torn on if it counted too much as a legendary or not
1: it almost does i mean that's how cool it is but it's very cool
0: i think i in game like that thing more than kilowattral but i just liked the idea of including a uh, you know i love a real world animal po-
1: poke godzilla is real
0: <laughs> <laughs> number <Anyway>. two <laughs> number two this
1: was a real surprise for me is Fue Coco. I really wasn't sold on the starters really? at first, but this has maybe less to do with the design and more to do with the in-game experience, but it did what it needed to do of, I started with it, it's cute, it becomes kind of menacing looking, and above all, it's just a really good member of the team. It has carried the team at times when it's needed to. That's what your starter's for. It's just there to provide you know strength through the thing, and you get a bond with it. This is definitely one of my favorite
0: starters in a long time. My starter is in a box and I never even finished evolving it. <laughs> it's in a shoebox under the bed. <laughs> yeah, literally, I this may be a discussion for another day. I love the base of all three starters. Yes. Like I I think they're all great. I hate every single evolution of them. And that was I my
1: issue with Sword and Shield was that I really liked the base of all of them didn't like any of the en- the ending ones, but with Fuecoco, I'm saying it's more kind of the experience in the game that I was like, all right, you know what? You're kind of ugly, but what can you do? <laughs> and the number one. And number one, you know where this is going. It's Annihilate. First of all,
0: yeah. badass name, Annihilate. Wait, which- you picked a ghost poke?
1: Yes, of course we went th- with the ghost poke, but... So we have talked about this. It's one of the things we love on the show, but some of the best designs for me are when Pokemon breathes life into a Pokemon that you didn't care about prior. We literally talked about how Primeape wasn't that good. The stats weren't even that great. This pushed it over to the edge. So now it has a cool design, really good stats and typing. And this is already one of my favorite ghost types now.
0: It is pretty sweet. Like, I was shocked at how much I liked it. Can I just share with you and with you listener how much i don't know if it's becoming a dad has done this to me or getting older or uh doing a playthrough with my wife or this generation has done something to me and i think the perfect exemplification of that is i was tempted to put tad bulb oh my god Dude, it cracks me up every time I see it in the wild. I think it is one of the funniest looking pokes in the world. I know it's supposed to look like a light bulb, but the top the always looks like a helmet. Face. Yes. <laughs> it looks like a helmet on a smiley face. I mean, I, I purely like it for being so stupid look, looking, gen, but it
1: cracks me up every time. This gen did something that they have not been willing to do in a long time. is They were just unafraid. They took some stuff that was just straight up dumb or silly
0: and they just said, "You know what?
1: We're doing it. Who cares?"
0: Some of them land, and some of them don't. Some of them are stupid. Some of and they them are, are too like dumb.
1: But I literally remember the
0: mouse and mouse hold.
1: <laughs> good old mouse hold. I literally remember my parents <laughs> saying this exact same stuff about this generation as you know, as we as. Like they said about Gen 1.
0: That's going to wrap it up for episode (laughs) 42 where we talked about the drowsy family. Follow us on Instagram and TikTok. We are at Pokedex Pathfinders. And uh, leave us a review. Send us some comments. And send us your answers for your favorite pokes for Scarlet and Violet so far. And if you have an idea for a hypothetical, send it over to us and we will send you some stickers. We might send you a card or something else. And not like a greeting card. I mean like a a, a card.
1: I mean, unless all of this
0: was a dream, then who's to say? Uh, Listener, if you are a single person and you want to go on a date, I would very much like for you to ask your date what their dreams taste like and and report back to me with their answer.
1: Be sure to ask them to name every Pokemon they can and then do one of those little, what do they call it? They turn it.
0: An hourglass? Yes, and flip an (laughs) hourglass. (laughs) All right. I don't time people. I know it sounds—it's a more fun thing than you think. All right. Bring an hourglass. (laughs) A small one. That's gonna do it. I'm Ben. And I'm Andy. And we'll catch you on the next one. See you.